Hello and welcome to the Surprisingly Music Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Taryn. And I'm the other one, Trevor. And today we are here to talk about Youngblood's album, Weird. We are two best friends who like to dissect a different album every Whoa! week. Whoa! Dissect? Oh, fuck Comments upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Please watch our last we, we like podcast to, to get the reference. We like to review and <laughs> enjoy maybe an album every week we that are mixed either company. one of us pick or we draw it out of a hat well there's a routine this week yeah. it was your week this and is my week and, and at I the end of today's episode we will pick out of the hat and i picked uh young blood i never really listened to him much and then i saw a video by the great finn mckenty where he talked about, like, the progression of uh, pop punk and how, like, rock music as a whole, like, is expect he expects to move forward. And people like MGK, Youngblood, and these other rappers who are kind of, like, migrating into the pop punk sounding scene are, like, what's going to drive, like, rock music as a whole forward. Because, like, let's face it, old rock is dead. Like, if you're making it, you're just ripping it off at this point like you're just like trying to relive the glory days like mm, no because i mean there's we are so far into recorded music that there are like you i would just say there are different trees now well yeah like, no so like i'm not branches. saying like you can't just make rock music anymore i mean like it if you're making the stuff that people like to call real rock music that is this gate kept term like you're just ripping off led zeppelin yeah and like so many bands nowadays that are rock people just like that's that's not real rock that's not that's not rock okay and it's like you just have to tear down those walls and let rock keep moving forward it can't just be that thing that's way back there 50 years ago you're right. Yeah, you're right. And that's like one thing I like about the White Stripes. They didn't like reinvent it. They took it back to its roots and made it like super raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then something blossomed out of that. You had the blues rock, which then became the rock. Like yeah. in the last five years, that is the rock. The Black Keys yeah. are rock. Uh, you know, um, the White Stripes are rock. You know, all that shit is, is now rock. And it's like, mm. but it wasn't when it came out. <coughs> So it's, it, it, young blood will be pop punk in ten years. Like it'll be across the board. Everyone will agree that it was pop punk. Yeah. Um. So. Anyways, uh, young blood, otherwise known as Dominic Richard Harrison, Oof. uh, is twenty three years old. He, that explains th- it. Yeah. So he's young. He's British. British. He's, he's going. Go- he's going fucking hard in the music scene. Where is he scene. from? In Britain. Uh. Because he sounds like he's from East London. Doncaster. Doncaster. South Yorkshire. South, yeah. He's a Yorkie. Yep. What, whatever. You... Yorkie's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also a place, obviously. Yeah, so um, he's... And, and you're not supposed to say Shire, because this isn't The Hobbit. It's Yorkshire. That's like... Like the pudding. Doncaster. Did I say Yorkshire or Yorkshire? I, I think you just started talking and then I started talking over you. So I don't. I think yeah, I, I think you're you. just kind of making up your own dialogue so that you can say something that makes you sound smart. Yes, actually. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> I, know, I know words. Here, that here's have... this here's this fact about something that you didn't get wrong. I know I I know <laughs> words with many letters. I could have just said I know big words, but I had to Dude, add more. I mean words. like technically we know all the words. It's just twenty six letters rearranged. I even know some in other languages. Yeah. I'm adding on. I got the DLCs on the <laughs> I got the uh, DLCs on language. Not all of them, though. But yeah, so um, he he's gender fluid. Uh, There's some lyrics in there that hinted yeah. to that. Um, he dated Halsey for a short while. Ooh. Yeah, and then they broke up, and she but was... How old is she? Um, older than him, I think. Uh, Halsey. H. She's 26. Okay, so she's our age. She was born September 1994. She's neither of our ages. You're 27. I'm 25. I mean, in our <laughs> age group. I know. I just Jesus. like shitting on you. Jesus. Not in a She's born way. in September 1994. Um, <laughs> apparently, though, like uh, from an interview I saw with him, she she just kind of handled it like, oh yeah, we broke up, and like he was like super heartbroken about it. Yeah, Halsey broke up with him. Yeah. Um fucking halsey but yeah he's pansexual he he really covers the basis of the lgbtq plus community and lore and <laughs> so we get this album weird it's weird <laughs> let's jump in <laughs> all right we're jumping in yeah we're gonna jump um, in like that kid who shit in the pool <laughs> <laughs> So I want to know who Teresa is. Um, my assumption was it was a reference to uh, like Mother Teresa. Oh, that that was my thought. There's a lot of Jesus in this album. I only okay. You listen to lyrics way better than I. Yeah, because you can distinguish them. Uh, yeah, he had some vocal uh, effects on in some of the songs, and not just his British accent. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of hard to understand him because he's got that. That weird, you know, like bruv, you know. Yeah, he, he's definitely got that. Um, I uh, th- there's no Jesus boy. in this song though, but I don't know. Yeah, Mother Teresa is not Jesus. Yeah, Wasn't but I mean, there, there's like a lot of Jesus talk in the. Yeah, she was a horrible bitch. Um, no, but, she was a good bitch. <laughs> she which was just horrible. Yeah, like she was good at being a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She wasn't bad at being a bitch. She wasn't horrible at it. She was right. very good at it. Bam, um, Teresa. Starting off with the ballad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we usually get the you, other end. You thought the same exact thing that I did. I was like, this is an album ending song. Yeah. At the beginning, which actually, when I like, if I like, if you, I did it once, I listened to it starting at the next song and then ended with Teresa. Mm-hmm. Having it at the beginning changes it. Yeah. I don't know why. It, it, made set, it, it sets a different pace for the album. It sets like a different it, pace. So the ups are more up, you mm-hmm. know, um, which I have hot takes on in this album. Um, but an album ending song at the beginning, I thought it made it, it, it made it that song particularly better. Yeah. It made it flow with the album. Um, it was very interesting and not at all what I was expecting from someone whose name is Youngblood. Yeah, no. Um, and spelled incorrectly. Yeah. Like, it's uh, Y-U-N-G-B-L-O-O-D. Yeah. So, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, when I first 
heard of him, I thought he was going to be like a mumble rapper. Takashi six nine. That's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, fall into the same group as uh, him, uh, Lil Peep, and all those. Lil Pump, uh, rest in peace. Wait, which one's dead? Lil Peep is the one who died from drug overdose. Cool. After like a few weeks after saying, if you drink soda, don't even talk shit about me about doing drugs. You're going to die before me, LOL. Then he died of drug overdose. Aged like milk, that tweet did. Um, <laughs> God. But, um, anyways, yes, yeah, so I was going in expecting that. Then his voice is just super pop punk. That's his, super like high nasally, nasally, but still like got a lot of clarity. Yeah, and to he it. can he can sing. Like yeah, he, like he, he's a good singer. Like yeah, it's not what your choir teacher would tell you to do. Yeah, but it still sounds good. I like it. I, oh yeah, like Bonnie. From Stan Atlantic. Yeah. We were just watching some of her videos. Yeah. And like she can sing, but when like and she can belt out a few notes, but when she's like normally singing the pop punk high nasally bits, that's yeah. not how your choir teacher is telling you to sing. Yeah. It's not the like correct open throat technique singing that purists would preach to the end of the world. That's a different issue. We don't really care about that. We review rock music mostly. Um, I, I doubt Dance Gavin Dance would get a lot of good reviews from a vocal teacher. I feel like Tillian would. No, I'm talking about the screamer. <laughs> I feel like they would just be like, that's impressive that mm. he can do that. Yeah, probably. So, um, nothing stands out about this song or or is like catches me off guard and been like, yeah. wow. But it's still kind of like, it, it's just right off the thing that catches you off guard is the whole song and then what you thought you were getting into. Yeah, and then based off the name. So the the ending got pretty gritty. Like he got he got a little bit of zest on them both. Did you have the same feeling about this song as I did? I think this car this kid has listened to uh Black Parade. Um that's actually a future song where I talk about oh, that. Oh yes, yeah. I, I do too as well. Um No, don't tell me because we'll talk about it later. <laughs> But I got a little bit of that vibe from this song, especially yeah. after after having a couple of listens. Yeah, like he, like he definitely grew up listening to emo music. Like there's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. But his, yeah. So I, I liked it. I, yeah. I, I was like, okay, I, not what I was expecting. It, it made me do a whole 180 uh, going into it, and I yeah. really liked it. So yeah. Um, but yeah. So next song. Then up next, we got Parents. Uh, starts off like kind of chill, but like somewhat angsty. This, so the opening little riff is like done really weird. Every time it would come on, I thought it was a commercial. Like yeah. I thought it was like an opening to a commercial. Yeah. And then it would like go into the song and it, cause it sounded like it was kind of being like played over a speaker into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it would come on, you know? Yeah. Um, so it kind of sounded a little weird. But it's a good fucking song. I'm bopping. Yeah, I'm no, bopping he, he's got song. really good like, uh, like hooks and stuff. Yeah, like riff. Th- th- this song's very much more of a rap song than like a pop punk song. Like he's got like a lot of rap flow I, in it. But I, then the it's it's got rap flow. But I I I debated really hard as to what to call this, and I just went with alt pop. Yeah, like it's just I wouldn't say it's alt pop. It's just alternative. It's just yeah. different. It, it, I, I the only reason like I say pop is because he's popular. Yeah. So that that's I I would say it's alternative. Yeah. Like I could be, hear this being played on ninety four seven alternative Portland. It's the alternative. Oh, all right, Portland. I'll take your word for it. So, 
Um, this this song is just like pure teen angst. Pure pure teen angst wanting to have a good time. Yeah, and, and a little bit gay. Yeah, having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, come on. Every song that's fun is a little gay. Yeah. Dude, Ice Cream with Selena Gomez by Blackpink. A little gay when I listen to it. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, this song is literally gay, though. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got the line in it about, like, if you... Uh, um, uh, so my if dad you kiss told- a boy, then I'll shoot you dead. So I took him out to the shed and I uh, taped him up. Then I went to the garden and fucked my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally gay. <laughs> literally. Literally. Literally, and Perkins. Um... The the chorus is a real head bob. Oh, chorus! It's it's just, I get why this is his biggest song, his biggest single, like yeah, him yeah. song, because I think his number one song is the song he's featured on with MGK. Um, <laughs> but this is like his biggest like solo work, and I get it, but it's by no means my favorite off the album, like because it's just such that like middle of the road, just like. It's got all of his best properties in it, but because of that, it's kind of just like, in a way, not that exciting to listen to, like I, some of his other stuff. It, it doesn't have the edge. Yeah. It doesn't have that edge that cuts through it and be like, this is my favorite song, which yeah. I understand. When I first heard this, I was like, oh yeah, this is a great fucking song. I think yeah. this is going to be my my favorite song. And then I listened to the album and this is still up there, but yeah. definitely not my favorite song. Like This one's probably top five for me if I was going to like rank the whole album. Yeah. But, um... But that's true for every band. Like, High Hopes is Panic at the Disco's best song. It's a good song. But it doesn't have that Panic at the Disco edge that you're looking for. Yeah. Like, honestly, dude, the more I listen to Vices and Virtues, that album is fucking Oh, yeah, great. that was a really good album. The more Underrated. I listen to it, I'm just like, I remember that song. Why haven't I listened to that song in 15 uh, years? Too Rare to Live, Too Rare to Die is also incredibly underrated, in my opinion. It is incredibly underrated. Yeah. Nicotine. Yeah. Girls, Girls, Boys. Oh, dude, This that's... is gospel. That song goes under the radar. Uh, honestly, this is gospel's piano version is e- way better in my opinion. Yeah, it's way better. But yeah. like, if you're like, "Hey, this is gospel album yeah. version," listen to it. This is a great fucking song. This is one of the best songs I've ever heard. If hey, if, whoa, 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 piano version. <laughs> if there was one song I could sing perfectly, it'd be that song. That that would just be the biggest flex in the world. Oh God, yeah, like yeah. You, I would, I, I could sound like a dying horse on every t- other time I try to sing. If that, if I could <laughs> sing that, that song, song perfectly, dude, <laughs> that, you, you just, every girl would just want you to play, the, listen, sing that just, song all the time. You just be that asshole who go at a party, goes to the piano, and everyone rolls their eyes. Then you start playing that, and everyone's like, oh, "Okay, this never mind, continue, my friend." <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome song, tons of fun. Up next, we got Cotton Candy. Dude, fucking opening riff. The bass line, the man. The bass riff, man. Fucking slaps. Uh, and again, it's one of those ones that's played throughout the entire song, but I don't get tired of it. Well, yeah, because so like other than be- at the beginning and uh, in between some of the parts, it's not like super in your yeah. face. So like it is in your face, then it pulls back. So like it uses that as a way to keep itself fresh. The bassist is just like, I need something... To keep me going. <laughs> um, chorus is fucking fantastic in this song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really good chorus. Flows so fucking well. Another blastable song. Because this and parents 
are like songs that I can blast, you know? Yeah. Windows Down, Summer. Yeah. These are summertime songs. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. The melodies are very middle summer driving down with the roof vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Every time I listen to these songs, I'm like, okay, I don't care if it's fucking raining, rolling the windows down. <laughs> I love that with your truck, it's this motion. Yeah. Instead of. <laughs> yeah, power wind. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have to roll my windows. That's the thing, though. It's like, we've always, you and I have always. Well, our generation are like the last generation of like to have the rolly like, windows. Well, just like, hey, roll your window down, and like if you make the motion, like when I've heard that when kids nowadays or people under twenty, um, pretend to be on a phone call, they don't do the thumb and pinky out thing, and put it up there. They do this because I've never I, seen that before. I I have seen it on TikToks, uh, and I've heard old people complain about it. They put their hand flat. Like a smartphone. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're now, I guess banana phones don't make a sense anymore. Ring, ring. Okay. Back um, to the music. <laughs> cotton candy. Uh, he also wants to get caught in your teeth like cotton candy. Yeah. Um, so then I don't like cotton candy. Me neither. It's gross. Have you seen that video of the cotton candy eating competition with the guy and the girl? Did that just end up in throwing up? No, so, like, it was just who could eat it the fastest, and the guy was eating it normally, and the girl just rips it off and just shoves the whole thing in Because it, mouth. like, melts in your mouth. Yeah. it's sugar. So you yeah. Can, it's, so, it's like, you can she basically took the hard part away of actually taking the bites, and she just... And then, like, the guy looked over and was just like... And she's just like... Yeah, because it's also <laughs> cotton, <laughs> so you can, like, get it down into a very small yeah. form. Um, but, yeah, so, listening to this song... um, this was the song that made me realize he was British. Because, <laughs> again, I knew, like, nothing about this guy. Oh, bruv. Because, like, I've listened to so much Tom DeLonge <laughs> from Blink-182. <laughs> it really was... It's really hard for me to hear accents correctly in music now. Because he's American. <laughs> but in, like, all the Blink songs, if you told me he's British, I'd be like, yeah, I believe you. I remember there was a kid... Where are you? you? Uh, who who kept trying to tell me Green Day uh, was pretending to be British. And I'm like, Green Day's never pretended to be British. They're from Oakland. Yeah. And he kept telling me, like, no, they pretend to be British. I'm like, no, they, they're not. They what, what about them says they're British? They have a fucking album called American Idiot. <laughs> but that does sound very British to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't think... I, th- I think that would be very stupid for a British yeah. band to do to... Like, like that would be like a, a, an American punk band having an album like God Save the Queen, you know? Because that would be a very British thing to do, would be God Save the Queen and then have it blast. I think, the, I the... think there is an American band that has an album called God Save the Queen. You need to look that up, because if there is, God we need to blast save them. Save the Queen album. <sighs> um... Watch it be uh, some... No, but it's a British band, the Sex Pistols. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I love how I just randomly picked some stupid fucking phrase and it just happened to be the Sex Pistols. Of all the bands. One of the of biggest a... punk bands ever. Yeah. Um, um, definitely, like, the first commercial punk band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First commercial punk band. Then the Dead Kennedys did it better. Well, yeah. Well, no, the Sex Pistols had a way better guitars. Uh, Dead Kennedys. Black Flag is the best, but the Dead Kennedys is still better. Um, yeah, okay. Depends what kind of punk you like. I like so, hardcore. Uh, I have one gripe with cotton candy. 
one gripe. You know what they did? They said, hey, let's take that bass riff, put it in the Solo Maker 3000 for guitar, and then there's your solo. Yeah. It was just a very, hey, we're going to play the main riff on a guitar in a different key and add a couple little little notes in between, and there you go. That was my only gripe. It's still good. It still fits. I don't like that you're looking at me and typing. It's weird. But, um, I don't know. For me, a solo needs soul. Oh. <laughs> well, I think in uh, Strawberry Lipstick, you, uh, you, you get some of that. Yeah. Um, yes. So, on to Strawberry Lipstick. I thought Cotton Candy was great. 8 out of 10 song. Loved it. Yeah, Kong Henry um, was great. I would say that's up there with my top yeah. two. Uh, um, strawberry so Lipstick. Is this featuring Dance Gavin Dance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, it It is in spirit. Um, grungy industrial intro. That shit fucking slapped. Yeah. This song is the song I guess the Gen Zers to like bop yeah i could see that this is a very gen z song um yeah i I would say parents is also very gen z yeah parents is also very gen z but this is like i listen to this song and i'm just like i'm listening to young people music yeah that's (laughs) what i think when i listen to this song um this dude has so much creative range when it comes to like creating an atmosphere for his music to live in yes like he he paints a scene and then he makes the album around that scene and it's Pretty fucking interesting. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I'll need you to elaborate on, on that more. Like, so, like, I would say this album is kind of all over the place. Yes. But, that's why I was kind of confused. But it's like, at their core, like, the, like, instrumentation and stuff, the vocal stylings, the vocal melodies, they're all very similar. He kind of, like, changes, like, the vibe around that, like, young blood sound. Yeah. To make them all like kind of drastically different, but still uniform in a way. Yeah. So I, I see what you're saying with that. Um, this song for me, I like it. It, everything meshes really well together. All the mm-hmm. instrumentation, the vocals, his vocals, I think stand out a little bit. Yeah. Cause it's definitely a little bit, uh, kind of like darker, crunchy, crunchy kind of, yeah. um, all the instruments and everything just, mesh so well together nothing overpowers the another one mm-hmm. chorus is super fucking catchy yeah uh and it's just a super fun song it, the chorus is like a good jump up and down portion yeah like for a concert like i want to see this dude live like i really want to catch a young blood concert you know Probably why be expensive Taren? as shit um you know why Taren? because there's gonna be a lot of they thems there i thought you were gonna say underage people <laughs> yeah No, Taryn, not everything is about your weird pedophilia. Let, yeah. Let's put on the record that I fuck people of age. <laughs> weird and flex, I have okay. for the past eight years. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. When I was 19, I slept with a 17-year-old, which is legal in Oregon. Wow, you just went out there and said that. It's legal. It's still weird. I'm just kidding. You guys are both dumb. <clears throat> what? She's... 25 now 
Yeah, she's probably like she's also poor. <laughs> oh, gotta bleep it. Fuck, Why do you do at? that? Where are we at? <laughs> okay. Why do you do that to yourself? Uh, seven sixty one. Okay. Why do you do that to 761. yourself? Seven sixty one. Wait, do you I, just... I have to bleep it. <laughs> Why do you do that to yourself? I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> You it it was an X. <laughs> you need to go back to all the other episodes and bleep her out. There's like nah, no, nah, it's fine. To, let's drop it. Episode let's drop it. This is episode sixty-seven. Damn, we're getting close to a hundred. Damn, let's getting fucking close to 69. go. Oh, it's gonna be music episode too. It, I'll have to double count, double check my count because uh, Chocula. Uh, I wish. But because we did upload Death of a Bachelor and then suck it in C and then number one. So this might be 68. Want to just say how many episodes we have total on Spotify? I don't know. Nope. It doesn't say how many total. That's obnoxious. What's some bullshit, Spotify? Get on my level. <laughs> um, All right. Um, we should have. I don't know. Anyway, back to the album. Uh, yeah. uh, Strawberry Lipstick, yeah. Uh, the guitar solo was unexpected, but I liked it a lot. Yes. It gave it like that extra level of edge that I feel like the song was missing. Even though the song was like pretty edgy, it felt like... Kind of like a once it got to the point where the solo was, it was like, alright, where do they go from here? Do they go higher up on the edge or further back on the edge? It threw in a guitar solo. It fucking hit. This is episode 67. So yes, the next surprisingly music will be episode 69 of all of... of yeah, all the of entirety all. of the podcast. Because we're only at 33. I'm sober. Yeah. So. Alright, so... Um, oh, Strawberry it. Lipstick. Song hit hard. So It, it next, is a fun song. Up next, we got Mars. This song is quintessentially British. <laughs> so it's actually a reference to the David Bowie song "Life on Mars." Oh, is it? Yeah. Which oh, because he... that, that explains why he repeatedly shouts, "Is there life on Mars?" Yeah. No, David Bowie's dead. So, <laughs> dude, dude, do you know how many people I've met that have t- said David Bowie dying had made them uncontrollably sad and depressed? He was old. I... Well, he died of cancer. Yeah, it's but, like in the sixties. Yeah, but still, like, but like people, like people loved him so much. I, I, like you know, I love some famous celebrities and shit like that. Yeah. But like them dying, yeah, it's sad. It's not going to put me in an, a downward spiral. I understand that music changes yeah. people's lives. We do a fucking music podcast. <laughs> like, I honestly can't think of any musician that who died right now would be like super upset because like. Jack White's the only one I love that's still alive. And, like, he hasn't put... His last album wasn't very good. <laughs> that's how you gauge it? Jesus Christ. What? I'm just um, kidding, Jack. Don't die. Um. Yeah, I can't really think of... I'm, like, trying to look through, like, my popular bands, like, my most listened to bands. And, yeah, can't say there are really any that would, like... What's wrong? Really fuck me up. There's... But, like... I don't know. There's like other members of the band. Like he, he is like the cornerstone of the band. But like, anyway, uh, Mars. 
Haley Williams would upset me because I feel like it'd be suicide since she's really depressed. But she's working through it. I see all those ads yeah. about better help. Yeah, it doesn't mean she's not struggling still. Yeah. So but... this this is tied for my favorite song. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. Don't worry, you know what it's tied with. <laughs> okay. Mm, actually, I don't. I, I think anyway. I know which one it is, but anyway. there's another song on here that I really like and I think is underrated, but Mars. So this is your favorite song. So tell the, me why it's your favorite song. So <laughs> first off, it's just a really awesome performance. Knocks yes. it out of the park with the vocals. Very well-written song. So the song, lyrically, is about a fan who uh, was transitioning and she told him, like, you know, like, your music, like, changed my life. Like, you make me feel, like, accepted and not alone. Because in life, like, I was excluded by all my friends and family because they didn't approve. And, like, I just always felt like you were there for me. So the song is, like, uh, she didn't know, like, how to be herself. So, like, you know, you dream of going to California where everyone will adore you. And then is there any life on Mars is like Mars is the kind of like escapism of like the reality she has. Like it's this faraway world where like she will be accepted. So yeah. it's like, is there any life on Mars so that I can leave and go there? Yeah, no, I see. I see. That. It's, yeah. I understand like the, the concept of the song and the sadness in the song. Um, it's also just fun to belt in the car. I couldn't get into it. I, I I felt there was a little bit. Because you're an emotionalist husk. <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah, I am. Uh, I've never cried. Um, it's this is very like when I said it was very quintessentially British. I felt like this was very Ed Sheeran esque type of a song. I like think Ed acoustic... Sheeran's the wrong person to pick for this. You know what? He's British. Who gives a shit? <laughs> They're all the same. You people are all the fucking same. <laughs> um, but it's kind of that like acoustic pop. Emo. Uh, this, yeah. This is like if uh, Ed Sheeran decided to dye his hair. Uh, black. Please dye your hair, Ed. Yeah, just do it. Fucking ginger. Fucking gingers, man. I'd rather him you be fucking blonde. People are all the same. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was a little vanilla to me musically. Yeah, the lyrics are sad and depressing. And we just went from fucking cotton candy and strawberry lipstick to this depressing song. Yeah, depressing is good. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, Kermit. I, I didn't even mean to do that. It was just my voice. <laughs> I had a frog in my throat. <laughs> Um, but it's just kind of, it was just a little bit of vanilla song to me. I get where you're coming from. I do think like the acoustic pop, I'm just, I, I just, every time I listen to it, I was like, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> or whoever the fuck I'm thinking of. Harry Styles. I don't fucking know. Harry Styles is fucking Dude, great. Watermelon Sugar is a goddamn good song. Haven't heard it, but all right. <laughs> Take your word for it. Watermelon Sugar. Hi. I'm sure that's a lovely impression. Oh, shout oh, out yeah. to Harry. Harry's razors. 
All right, so up next, we got Super Dead Friends. It's all one word. Okay. This song, Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. It's Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Dude, he I probably l- has never even heard of the Beastie Boys. <laughs> I like it. like 12. This has some Sabotage energy. Let's fucking go. But this is very based off Sabotage. Uh, but enough of his own spin to make it good in his yeah. own. It is very good. But yeah, when you listen to it, it's got he's he's um, singing through that whatever fucking vocal effect they had. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get it wrong. It's sabotage. And then um, he's got like a lot of grit on his vocals. He's like yeah. borderline screaming some of the verses. Yeah, and then it's got the part where you know uh, where you can actually hear what he's saying. Um, but when you listen to it, like it's and it's even got the like the record kind of scratches. Yeah, like that part. I'm like. Mm, let's this, see what you're this doing. This is the whitest thing I've ever watched. Let's unfold. see what you're doing. <laughs> Wait, no, let <laughs> me get the mayonnaise. <laughs> wicka wicka mayonnaise. Wicka 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 mayonnaise. Stop where you can. Jesus Christ. His mayonnaise an instrument. Because <laughs> uh, he could use it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. This is a very Beastie Boys song. But... It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's a good song. It's a fun song. Super I'm... angsty, lots of industrial, like weird fucking sounds going on in it. Yeah, sabotage. <laughs> but no, it's it's he makes it his own uh, enough to where where like I see like it's not a complete, it's not a ripoff. It's it's a hey, like I I was influenced by that, yeah. and I can make it my own. Well, I wouldn't say like. I mean, I'm sure he's probably like, indirectly influenced by it, but when you really look at his music as a whole, like. Uh, his like rap influence and stuff like that and then applying it to like uh pop punk and like rock music it seems like you know like the beastie boys influenced the genre kind of diverged off then he accidentally like kind of brought it back to the same point yeah 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 <laughs> like i i honestly wouldn't be surprised if he just never listened to the beastie boys <laughs> no there were there most were... people our age didn't listen to the beastie boys Everyone's heard Sabotage. It's been in so many movies. Yeah. But this this is a song where there were times where I would start singing the Sabotage lyrics to it, and they almost fit perfectly. I'm not even kidding. We will try this afterwards. <laughs> it's like a puzzle. It's like, wait, why do all these puzzle pieces go together when they're not the same puzzle? <laughs> um, but no, I loved it. It's it's a fucking fun song. Another yeah. blastable song. Like, yeah. It's just a, there's a lot of songs on here that like I'm getting ready for summer. You know, Cranking just like. It. Crank Win- that soldier boy. Windows down. <laughs> Windows down. Roll them bones. Um, so up next we got Love Song. Bringing it back down. Bringing it back down. Um, the guitar is very watery. Very, it's very flowy. I like it. You like it when it's wet. I do love a wag. A wet ass guitar. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure if you listen to the lyrics of the song. No, I actually listen. I actually care more about instrumentation because I listen to like dad rock and shit where lyrics don't matter in the blues. <laughs> like I just listen to guitars and drums, and that's mainly what Dude, I listen. Like to. I don't understand how you don't like jazz because <laughs> you have no idea what the fuck they're saying. No, it's because I want to. I can't expect what the next. Uh, you don't like surprises. Notes are gonna be. I don't like surprises. Like why the fuck did he do that? Why did he? What are they doing? <laughs> What are they doing? Uh, What's in the box? So this song is about child abuse. 
and how it shaped him into someone who feels like he can't love himself, so how can he learn to love others? Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, some of the lyrics were, like, about him, like, uh, shielding, like, his siblings from, like, his parents abusing them. Parents? Parents. Yeah. God damn. So, it's another sad one. He really stretches his vocal chops in this song, though. He does. He, he definitely has a little bit of flex on him in there. The build-up section to the end, when it gets, like, a little bit harder, is super raw, just rough-sounding. So... I thought I think that this song should have just been a straight acoustic song. Just you acoustic you didn't guitar, like that he pianos, got... the drum machine towards <clears throat> halfway through or towards the end or whatever when it came in, really is like mm, I, it. It just kind of I understand what he was trying to do, you know, giving it a beat, giving it a little more sound to it. But I think as an acoustic song, it w- it could have just straight acoustic. Yeah. With um, uh, like I kept every time I listened to it, I imagined how he would play this song live. And he would play it just straight acoustic, probably little to no drum machine. Yeah. Um, and would just play it like, you know, just like unplugged, you know, like Kurt yeah. Cobain's MTV Unplugged Session. Or Eric Clapton's, you know, bringing <laughs> shit back from the 90s. Um, I don't think anyone should bring Eric Clapton back. I mean, he's still alive, so. Yeah, I know, but still. I mean, Eric Clapton's great. Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. Yeah, but Layla? then the kid fell out that window. Then he put out that horrible fucking song. Whoa, Tears that's, in Heaven's a that goddamn song good song. Sucked. Tears in Heaven is a good song. That's on the MTV Unplugged. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't like it. <laughs> There's that and the acoustic version of Layla. Woo. Like, dude, get a better babysitter. Oh, <laughs> wasn't it like sixty stories. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Baby, yes, pancake. <laughs> I just hate Eric Clapton. <laughs> um, so something that I noticed is when uh, Youngblood, <laughs> not Eric Clapton, when Youngblood brings in the slow songs, like amongst a bunch of heavier songs, like he has like this balancing act of like the song is heavy, the content of the song isn't heavy. Then like he shifts it where it's like the song's not heavy, the content is super fucking heavy. And it's like, he really balances that well where it's just like you're feeling a lot throughout the whole album. You're either feeling like a let's fucking go and get it kind of energy or just like let's fucking curl up in a ball and die. <laughs> yeah. He's knocking it out of the park. Hold on, Let's keep my thumbs up out of the logo because we can't see the logo right now. Don't touch me. Um. Um, so up next we got whoa okay i already uh, said uh, my piece never mind <clears throat> i couldn't remember if i said my piece i have a hole in this sock what the you fuck? have a uh, one two three oh my god i have so many holes in this sock I... yeah i've really been looking at it this whole podcast i don't like that yeah i'm uncomfortable too my so up next we got sucks. god save me but don't drown me out yeah uh i, I guess i'm going first uh this song is a really good, here's a great representation of what Youngblood is. But because of that, the song's kind of just in the middle of the road. Nothing too exciting, nothing too different. It just kind of like, has like all the pieces of the puzzle for the rest of the album. But because of that, it doesn't really branch out at all. Yeah. 
Um, it's a good song. Like I enjoy it, but it's definitely not like one of the. One thing I've, I've I, I thought that it was it was an all right song. It was kind of skippable to me. Yeah. Um, the intro with the guitar ringing in the background for like fucking forty five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really like that. Um, it, it feels like the song never really moves. It, it just kind of like we stayed in the same place the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's just, a, just a boop, you know, like it didn't, it didn't get really, it didn't have slow, really slow parts. It didn't have super upbeat parts. It was just like, we were just, we were riding a train, not a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's good song, but it doesn't bring anything unique to the party. Yeah. Um, like if you just showed me this song, I'd be a dope song, but then I'd hear the rest of the album and be like, fuck you for showing me that song. You're a bad friend. We're not friends anymore. But I would say this song's a good introduction song. It's like dipping your toes in the water when like you check and see if it's cold. It's like, okay, it's good enough to jump in. Then you listen to more and you're like, fuck yeah. And then next thing you know, you are a young bud. And then you listen to a song like Love Song or Mars and then you pee in the pool. Because you're sad. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait. <laughs> so Wait, why do you pee in the pool? Because like, I don't sad. have to pee. I'm just sad. <laughs> also, how are you sad in a pool? You have depression and you have the inability to feel happy. Yeah, that's that's fair. Up next, we got Ice Cream Man. Take it away, Ice Cream Man. <laughs> this song hits all of a sudden. Yeah, it fucking hits and it goes. This is a party song. Yeah. Blastable for sure. Weird vocal effect. And it's not just his accent. <laughs> Man, what's lyrics. that vocal effect you have on there? I'm British. British. <laughs> uh, oh, I had to correct somebody today at work because uh, this the hot girl at the cashier counter, she gave me the wrong change uh, for one of my customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to walk back and get it and get the right one. And she's like, oh, sorry about that. And then as she's doing it, she's like, all right, here's the correct change. I did the maths. And I was like... You fucking what? I did the maths. I was like, no, you did math. It's like, I, those British people say that. Like, yeah, oh, maths. I'm going to maths class. No, you're going to math class. It's, it's stupid because they also say, uh, they like, oh, do you need to go to the hospital? No, I need to go to hospital. Oh, you need to go to hospital. No, 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 no. Hospital's not a verb. Hospital's a noun. Okay, you don't do hospital. Okay. There's All no right. the in there. There's only one math. <laughs> and it's all sad. Yeah. Um, I have a degree in this, so I, I can weigh in professionally. All math is sad. <laughs> Darren, why are you depressed? Um, calc, I mean, Calc 2 and Calc 4 are a lot of fun. To be perfectly honest. Shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. Calc 2 and Calc 4 are actually cool classes, but you have to put up with Calc 1 and Calc 3. So, it's not that fun. Shut the fuck up, you fucking nerd. No, they're good classes. Okay, so if I go took took them right now. You'd have to take 1, 2, and 3, and 4. But what does it matter if those... Uh, Technically, you only have to do 1, 2, and 4. You can skip 3 altogether. Then what's the fucking point of anything? The world is a lie. Excuse me. Yeah, the world is a fucking lie. 
So let's talk about Ice Cream Man. Uh, Ice Cream Man. The intro feels like a Marilyn Manson song. It's kind of got that like weird like hype track build up vibe to it. It's got some chanting going on in the background, and then it's got like the weird industrial kind of sounding guitar. And it's got yeah the chanting the la 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 la. Yeah, I like that part. And then, uh, but this is like a poppy Marilyn Manson. Yeah, then oh, oh, it sorry. jumps a a poppy not. Uh, abusive Marilyn Manson. Yes. Um this is like the new breed of emo rock. Like this yes. is the one that I'm I was saying earlier that f- like is this it's, next step after my chem. It's like it's like happy-ish, happy vibes instrumentally. Well, if you listen to uh the three. Danger Days album uh from My Chemical Romance, that's very upbeat kind of happier vibes. So MCR and 303 are the godfathers of the new emo <laughs> scene. I wouldn't say 303, but yeah. I just wanted to say 303. <laughs> 303, like, invented emo, okay? Yeah, because and uh, they're uh, vegetarians and they're not fucking scared of us. Then American football perfected it. American football actually predates, like, most emo bands. Uh, what about Canadian baseball? Uh, it's Canadian softball and they're a parody band. Oh, it's softball? Canadian softball is the parody band. Modern baseball is the real band. And um, then American football is also a real band. Why well, aren't they all real bands even if they're a parody band? Well, they yeah, but like <laughs> one of the songs, uh, Your Validation is a direct ripoff of Your Graduation. Okay, that's fair. Like, I think they have an American football song as well. Whatever. Anyway. Um, Ice Queen Man. This song is so upbeat and fun. Like, it is. It is just a hell of a song. It's a hell of a ride. It's a summer bopper. Summer bopper. Another song that I'd love I'm, to see live. Dude, two songs so far uh, on our surprisingly podcast journey uh, to do with ice cream <laughs> that I like. Let's see if we can get a third. Um, yeah, complete the trilogy, the ice cream trilogy. <laughs> Fuck you, Dance Wait, Gavin uh, Hanson, you strawberry bullshit. <laughs> Oh, they should get together. Strawberry ice cream. <laughs> strawberry ice cream is actually pretty good. No. I, I don't I, like I just strawberries. Don't, I just don't like berry-flavored desserts, though. So I don't like strawberries, but I like strawberry-flavored things. I'm not sure if you noticed, but I'm making my own yogurt upstairs. I did notice, and we're not going to talk about it. Okay. You're growing bacteria in our fucking kitchen. No, I'm using already... I'm duplicating bacteria. I'm growing bacteria. (laughs) (laughs) I I introduced the bacteria already. Like, I'm not making new bacteria. Um, Yeah, anyway. Great song. I love Ice Cream Man. It's great. I like the... I love the song Ice Cream Man. There's not an Ice Cream Man that I'm particularly fond of. Uh, There are certain people who will not like this song, though. Ice Cream Man? Lactose intolerant people. Oof. Giving them the shits. The shitters. They're going to be blowing out the fucking assholes. You fucking assholes. They're going to be fighting like there's no tomorrow. Or shitting themselves on a date like Jim Jeffries. Oh, I thought you were to say you. Oh, no, not yet. How's that sour cream and onion French dip? Uh, it's been good. All right. Um, I have a potential date this weekend, so. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Uh, weird. The title track. Yeah, title track. Didn't hit. 
no, and this this is the only song that I noticed Jesus on. So please explain your Jesus thing right out the get go. He says that he has Jesus on his mind. Is he very religious? Um, he from my understanding, he grew up in a religious household. He he just like has a few like references to religion sprinkled in the album that is like just kind of makes fun of it. Like it's not like a central theme of the album. Like he's not actually very religious. Yeah, I think being an outcast is the central theme of the album. I think being weird is the central theme of the album. I would say being an outcast is uh, synonymous with weird. Because you're an outcast because people think you're weird. Okay, first of all, you can't say that. That's just synonymous. Synonymous is just a spice. (laughs) Synonymous toast crunch. God, if dude, this, is not the, a music podcast, this, an, that this the... anabolic French toast is delicious. What'd you put in it? Synonymous. Oh, you know, egg white sweetener, synonymous. Synonymous. <laughs> synonymous. Oh, uh, fuck, man. If this um, is not a music podcast, that would be the name of the fucking podcast. Synonymous. Toast Synonymous. Synonymous toast crunch. Um, yeah, no, this. Nothing too exciting, nothing groundbreaking, really it, just it, sat in the pocket. Yeah, it sat in the pocket, and it did that thing again where we're riding a train, not a roller coaster. It just stays yeah. in kind of this just this The worst area. part is we're doing one of those trains that just goes in the circle. <laughs> like, yeah. so you're not even going anywhere. You, you end up at the same platform. Yeah, not in three quarters. It's because he's British. <laughs> so up next, we got Charity. Okay, so... You talk about this song. All right. Uh, this song's got some fucking sass to it. Like, he has got, like, a real, like, kind of, like, snappiness to his voice. In yeah, this a lot one. Like, uh, like Noah Gallagher. But yeah. Just keep going. I don't know who that is. You'll find out. No, Trevor, tell me who that is. No, you'll find out. Okay. You, you, I have a whole uh, thing. Uh, <laughs> 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 the pressure's on. Uh, super high energy. Uh, another one that I would love to see live. Uh, somehow, like every moment of the song is high energy. Like it kind of stays like, like you're saying, like a train. Like it's like kind of the same pace. But it's high. It's like but, we're like in the mountain. But it's like it doesn't get old, even though it's like three and a half minutes long. It's a bullet train. Yeah. It's a fast I mean, fucking train. You're you're having fun. We're doing 300 miles an hour, bitch. You're, you're looking over the side and you're just watching that cow that you just saw a second ago just whoop, gone. Yeah, yeah. You don't see shit. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, you saw a crow go down and swoop up a cat, and you came and like inform anyone. You're gone. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So I loved it. Awesome song. <laughs> it's a good song. This is a great song. Yeah. Love the song. All right. So who the fuck is uh, Dick O'Gallagher or whatever the fuck you said Noel, his name was? Noel Gallagher. Noel Gallagher. Noel Gallagher. I, I don't know if it's Noel or Noel. Okay. It's a dude, so I'm getting uh, guess it's Noel. Fuck Greg O'Gallagher. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's Coach a Greg? he's a fitness guy on YouTube. Uh, oh, his name's Greg that. He's Kino. His name's Kino Body. He <sighs> just gives really bad diet advice. Cinema Body. <laughs> um. So uh, uh, I think um, I think that that uh, Youngblood has a charity because his song is called Charity. Uh, and Oasis donated this song to him. Because, uh, dude, this sounds so much like the band Oasis, which Noel Gallagher is a singer for. Which is a 90s British band. I know you've never heard of them. <laughs> I know you've never listened to them. Even though they were the Beatles of the 90s. Is what everyone called them. Because <clears throat> they're British. Ugh. In a I need a drink. Supernova. 
Oh, thank you. Don't fucking touch my beer. You're fucking queer. Um, so, I can't hear you over here. Uh, I, so my notes are this, as follows. Oasis. Sounds like Oasis. It's Oasis. Oasis donated a song to Youngblood's charity. I like Oasis. I like this song. But it has strong Oasis vibes, which is fine. But it's Oasis. <laughs> uh, so it's... it's They're the that. Wonderwall guys. Yeah, the Wonderwall. <laughs> this doesn't sound jack shit like them. It doesn't sound exactly like Wonderwall, but Wonderwall is also one All song. Right, g- give, me a, of, give me a song that it does sound like. I can't... Uh, fuck, I can't, I'm not looking at their shit right now. Um, uh, let's try this one. What is it? No, not uh, morning or uh, don't look back in anger. Don't look back in anger. Uh, that's champagne supernova. That's oh, you're gonna. I'm gonna have to look up a song for you to look up. Uh, it's fine. I give up. It sounds nothing like Oasis. Oh, you fucking! <laughs> I will find a song. No, I'm not gonna listen to a song on the podcast. We only have 15 seconds before we get copy striked. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Uh, there's a few songs on their definitely maybe album that it sounds like to me. All right. Um, but the, the kids out there who are hip will know what I'm talking about. I think you, you have to be the opposite of hip to be listening to the Beatles of the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, charity. Great song. Charity. Yep. Great song. Banger. Banger Loves of it. a song. Fucking high energy, not high hopes, high energy. So they up, got there. up next. Up next, oh baby, we got the next one. Taryn's obvious other favorite. What? Don't know how you were confused. Okay, the, the, I... the upbeat pop punk song wasn't gonna be my favorite. This is a good. It's a good song. It's you don't a good like song. Pop punk music. It's a good song. I like <laughs> pop punk music. I've been listening hey. to Stan Atlantic like almost exclusively. You just want to fuck Bonnie. And While Clyde. listening to her music. Yeah, I think that's what every musician wants, right? To be fucked to their own music. Um, I'm not going to lie. That'd be the biggest turn on in the fucking world. Jesus <laughs> if, a, if a girl put on my music while I fucked her. Also, that'd just be a super fan and really creepy. Oh, no. I, uh, I'm all for fucking fans. Like, they okay. adore you more than anyone. But in, like, a very, like... Yeah, like, I'm up on a pedestal. I... I Idolic, ideolic way. Yeah, idolic. Yeah, I want to be worshipped. <clears throat> I... I think that says a lot about you, there, Turn. Yeah, I think that says a lot about you. If I, I, I also want someone to love me. Um. Anyway, so acting like that, straight um, up pop punk, heavy hitter, made me like MGK, which is hard because I fucking can't stand MGK. I've listened to him for like ten fucking years now, and I've He's never been liked that him. Long? I saw him warp to her twenty like twelve, I think. Oh fuck. It's been a while. <clears throat> That's all I know. I'm probably exaggerating the years, but Acting Like That is a great song. This I think this is the song that I heard before the I you showed yeah. the song to me a couple yeah. weeks ago, I think. This and Body Bag, which are just MGK featuring Young Blood and then Young Blood featuring MGK swapping back and forth. And Why very swap? stylistically the same song. Like, they honestly should have just put out an e- a duo EP of, like, uh, acting like that body bag and, like, write a few more songs. 
because they definitely are, like feel like they should sit next to each other on an album. Um, the chorus lyrics are cringe as shit, but I fucking love it. Acting like that, acting like that. Very You're three. You want to be acting like that, Act- and it's just like, yeah, that's a cringe as shit lyric, but it's fun. Uh it is. Uh, 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 yeah, it is very cringy. Very good song. Very pop punk. It's got yeah. some. Like the 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 chorus makes me think it's like a three oh three song. It's, yeah. Yeah, uh, but um, the more I listen to this song, the more I hated MGK. Really? <laughs> I hate his fucking voice. Oh damn! Uh, you should check out uh Body Bag, the one by him, because his vocal performance is way better on that one. This one was just like not. I like I listened to it. I remember like I, I remember liking it, and then I started listening to him on the album. The more I listened to it, I was just like. It doesn't sound like he's trying to do to be good at sucky. Sounds like he's trying to be cool. Yeah, no, he definitely has like a who's that knocking at your door? And it's like what the it's fuck? Four a.m. Yeah, it's just like it's he definitely just like tries to sound like he's like cool and tough, and it's just like it's like like the song he did with Corpse, like it. What? He did a song with Corpse Husband? Yeah. The famous YouTuber? Yeah. Um, who was coming on the like, podcast? It, it's the song with the chorus is, fight, 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 fight. And that's it for the whole fucking chorus. But yeah, like the whole song is like, uh, I punch a motherfucker in the face. You heard what he said, right? Beat his ass. And it's just like, dude, grow up. Like you sound like a 16 year old who got a fake ID and is about yeah, to go to a be, bar. He's going to be in his mid thirties. Yeah. Like he, but he found his niche of douchebag tough guys who listen to him, so he's selling to him. Well, and he's dating Megan Fox, so he, he was. I remember yeah. when she was hot. You know what? The Transformer movies, and that was it. It was really weird looking at her in real life because she didn't look hot in real life, only in the fucking movies. Wait, what? Like you'd see like celebrity pictures of her, like red carpet. And she would not look nearly as hot as in the movies. Yeah, I see that. But it's Megan Fox. All I remember is the weird thumbs thing. <laughs> she has that. weird thumbs that look like... I'm just saying, she was definitely put up on a pedestal she did not deserve to be on. Oh! She's an eight! <laughs> yeah! Yeah, so she's like hot. Like, okay, so say you're a talent scout. You could literally go to any high school in the country and find America's next top big actress who's going to star in the teen blockbuster movie next summer. Oh, she was in Jennifer's Body. Yeah, where she had the makeout scene with Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. That was hot because of Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried is very hot. Is that how you say her name? Fuck if I know. Yeah, she's got big tits. Got big eyes. Oh yeah, dude. She's really eyeing you down when you have sex with her. She sees everything. (laughs) 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 What they say about big eyes. Uh that's what I say about big eyes. Thick glasses. Oh, okay. I don't have that big of eyes. My glasses are thick. (laughs) Thick. Um. Anyway, so up next we got uh, it's quiet in Beverly Hills. Oh my God, we get it. You're fucking rich. 
Well, it's actually just about him being signed to a record label in Beverly Hills. I think he still lives in the UK. Um, I mean, I'm sure he has a house in in LA. Probably. Uh, we get it. You're rich and I think have drug problems because there's something about rubber bands. And I know that's like doing drugs with needles. Uh, Taren, yes. I don't know much about drugs, but I feel like sometimes you have to do a tourniquet and get that yeah. bane popping. Oh, so, God, it's um, sweet, good, good. So, <laughs> on a side note, on the topic of this, um, they never had to do it to me because my veins are so prominent. Oh, God, you'd be so good at drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, look at that monster. Yeah, those, that are some, those are some big and veins. And so, whenever I would go to get my blood drawn when I was on Accutane, which was once a month, they would always look at my veins and just, like... You have very prominent veins, and I'm like, thank you. They're like, you're like a nurse's favorite patient, and I was like, and I don't thank have very you. prominent veins. Oh, dude, I am fucking vascular. Like, it, dude, when I work out, that's like one of the few things I'm proud of. Where it's just like, damn, <laughs> you're looking fucking lean as shit right now. Yeah, you and then in an hour it goes away, and I'm like, got oh, some thick boy veins. Yeah. Um. So the song is uh mostly about um. How he feels trapped in Beverly Hills because, like, he got signed to a record label and now he has to be Youngblood. Like, he doesn't really get to be Dominic. Harrison. Like, yeah. That's so, just... like, it's just, like, feeling trapped in, like, the music industry and trapped in this image of what people think he is and everything. Uh. Then he goes through a breakup and he doesn't really have a natural way out of it. Fuck you, Halsey. Yeah, fuck you, Halsey. He was, he's a good boy. Yeah, how dare you break our boy's heart? Yeah. Uh, we're reviewing him, so he's our boy this week. When we review you, we'll talk about you on your side. Yeah. But for now, I oh, think yeah. I have her in the hat. Oh, yeah, you do. Never I mind. Do. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Yeah. I had Youngblood in the hat, but I really wanted to talk about his album, so I didn't want to wait. Did you take it out? Yeah, I took it out. Okay. I replaced it with... The... Nope. No. It's a surprise um, for everyone. But well, yeah, so like when you think about it like being famous, you don't really get to go through a breakup like organically in a way. Because like... When you go through a breakup, what you do? You stop following them on social media. You, in general, kind of just like stop hearing about them. You know, you don't really stay in contact with their life anymore. But when you're famous, you're getting asked every other interview. So we heard you broke up with Halsey recently. What was that like for you? Traumatic. And it's just like, yeah, it, it sucked. Like, you can't be honest about it either. Like, if I ask you, like, oh, you know, like, uh, like, you and Madison broke up. Like, how are you feeling about that, man? Like, you good? Like you can be honest with me. You can't you really be how... honest with, like, reporters. You like, really oh, yeah, I'm um, super fucking heartbroken. She cheated on me. She made me feel like this. She broke my fucking heart, dude. Uh, next question. Like, you know, you, you can't really be candid. To clarify, that's not what happened for me. Yeah, no, just no, no, saying no, 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 that. no. I don't want her to listen to this and like, I mean, text we... me and be like, you dumb bitch. Shut the fuck up. I know where you're fucking going. <laughs> Shut your dirty whore mouth. Okay. <laughs> Dirty whore mouth. Go to the uh, podcast. I'm just saying, the way Brittany and I came downstairs, to, <laughs> and they were they were up all night, it, it was fishy, all right? Well, there's multiple people there. So Yeah, the other two were asleep, like people. What? Two, two of them stayed up all night, and it was just the two of them. It's like, oh, that's weird. I don't all care. Right. <laughs> I don't care. I care about you. But I don't care about me so oh um but yeah so this one is just like about like how grateful he is he for his fans that do like 
kind of reach out and make him feel at home in this lifestyle that doesn't feel like a home. So, yeah. Uh, musically, though, this song was what Love Song should have been. A perfect acoustic song yeah. through and through. It's just acoustic with some strings. This is like the Beatles yesterday. You know? Yesterday. All my troubles seem Are so Are you trying to get us carpy striked? What? That was in 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, but it's the Beatles. Probably the most protected music on the planet. What do you mean? They made a whole movie about it. Yeah, where they got legal rights to use the movie. Or music. No, they didn't. Oh, yeah. They they just did it all legally. Yeah, they, just, they did. They're like, YOLO, bitch. YOLO, Paul McCartney. Dude, imagine if the same thing as that movie happened, but with Coldplay, and the guy just kept his fucking mouth shut. <laughs> I don't know, man. Viva La Vida and Death and All His Friends were, or were it was a big, uh, big album for me when I was a kid. I like that one. Um, what's it's the got one, some strawberry songs. What's the one that every guy feels the need to play on acoustic guitar? Yellow. It was all yellow. No. Look at the sun. That's not the one I always hear. How they shine for if, you. Not the one that I hear. Uh, is it? It's not clocks, because clocks. No, are not clocks. The scientist. Uh, things like missed you or something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yep. I don't know. Fix you. Fix you. Yeah, that's the Fix one. Fix you. Every fucking white guy with an acoustic <laughs> guitar feels the need to break that one out. You don't do it. You're good. You're a good boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's no, it's Crying in Beverly Hills. It's definitely a fun song where I thought the album was going to end when I was listening to it organically. I hate it when he drinks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it when you don't. <laughs> so I, I tried you. to. You took it away. You snatched it back. That's you grabbed me by the snatch. You pulled a real Donnie on me. What? Donald Trump grabbing him by the pussy. I know, but don't call him Donnie. Don't humanize that motherfucker. <laughs> um, oh, did you hear that Matt Gates is going to run for president? Good. Yeah. Good. We need another pedophile in office. Yeah. Like... Probably like the third that we know of. I'm sure there were some back before cameras were around. Third. I would say you could argue Bill Clinton spent too much time at Epstein Island. Yeah. Yeah. Then Donald. And then Gates. Matt Gates. President. But, but like, Gates. you gotta say, a president back in like 1860 probably fucked a kid or two. I'm sure there were a few presidents who uh, married their first ladies at young ages. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, speaking of pedophiles, the freak show. <laughs> oh, man. Have you heard about Kevin Spacey? Speaking of pedophiles. Uh, yeah, I heard about him. He, like, started movies and shit. But then he, you know, uh, is a pedophile. Yeah. Uh, and got blacklisted by Hollywood. He's now starring in an Italian movie. Guess what it's about? Pedophiles. Yeah. He plays a detective who hunts down pedophiles. You know, when they say, you know, you got to know something in order to find it, it's a little too on the nose, you know? Um, no, it's kind of like that one post I saw where it's like, imagine if I was to write a uh, 
book about a dystopian future where a corporation controls everything and owns all the means of production and their logo is literally a smirk uh, my editor would tell me that that analogy is too on the nose and then it showed the amazon logo yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's kevin spacey playing a pedophile hunting detective it's a little too on the nose. Yeah, it's a little too, a little too on. You know, okay, so whoever was it, so this is this is what happened. This is the 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 director and the casting director sitting together. Okay. Like, okay. Remember this is an Italian movie. So they're like, "All right, who are we going to have play the pedophile hunting detective?" Oh, it would be kind of funny if we got Kevin Spacey. I hear he's available. And he's like, "That's a great idea." <laughs> I was gonna say there was not nearly enough hand motions in that in that a conversation. That's a conversation. You know? When he comes over, we can make him a pizza pie. Wow, I'm sorry. I remember uh, <laughs> I had this joke a long time ago. Um, so this actually remember when I told so I told a story previously on the podcast. I got in trouble in school in middle school for drawing a comic strip where it was uh hitler walking into a uh card shop and there's a holographic charizard and he asked the shop worker how much does that hollow cost i was like 13 and i got in trouble for it anyway so another comic that i made was uh these two like mob guys were beating up this other guy and they're asking him like questions like we said where's the money hit him in the face again we said where's the money and then they're like why won't we talk man and then they're like, oh, and they cut his hands free, and he's like, I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why do you hate Italians? They're so ridiculous, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's nothing against the culture. It's against the people who, like, fall into the um, Italian-American stereotype, like the... The delinquent Italian, you know, like the, the they wear the baguette. leather jacket, white shirt. You mean the fawns? Yeah, the fawns. <laughs> hey, hey, it works yeah. now. <laughs> and then, uh, like Greece and everything. Yeah, pompadours out the fucking windows. Yeah, uh, like it's just so ridiculous. I I want to know why that Italians think that it's okay for dinner to take three hours to eat. What? Yeah, dude, they have, like, dinner is an event. It's usually several courses. And it's, like, three hours. Like, you go to Italy, dude. I'm, dinner is an event. I'm never going to feel bad. Because I always feel bad when I see obese people. I don't know why. But, like, you'll see that Italian guy. He's wearing the wife beater. His gut's hanging out way past his fucking bell and he's waving his fist in the air never gonna feel bad for that guy again don't sit down for three hour dinners you fat fuck yeah no cause mama's pasta is so fucking good okay <laughs> nobody makes it like mama you got a little Boston at the beginning there you know what man it's they're all the fucking same <laughs> Italian Irish <laughs> fucking tan skin ginger hair <laughs> That's a weird fucking look. A ginger Italian. Just beautiful olive skin with this red curly mess on the top of it. Andrew Santino. <laughs> that gorgeous fucking All movie. right. We got one song left. Let's knock it out of the fucking park. Uh, we got the freak show. The freak show. This is the weird shit I'm in. Let's go. Take it away, Daddy-o. 
Let's crank that MCR up. Yeah. My Chemical Romance coming in. How old is this fucking kid? Like, he's he was around for My Chemical Romance. I don't know. He was definitely a bit young for My Chemical Romance. Because, like, we, we were a bit young for My Chemical Romance, honestly. Like, that was definitely bigger with, like, kids, like, two or three years older than us. Well, it's Britain. They get everything, like, several years later. Yeah, I mean, they're still listening to Mr. Brightside. Oh, God, I know. Like, enough to where it charts do you know what's number one on the charts right now what good for you by olivia rodrigo yeah no she, Fucking she number one. just did snl so oh damn makes good sense. for her no it's good for you <laughs> god damn i'm funny god damn um, um yeah just a fun song beat is bopping lyrics are fun song builds up and up but only has a couple of big bravado kind of parts yeah like Very the, MCR like the a, the outro's got that like real big like theatrical feel to it. Yeah, the black parade yeah. kind of feel. Yeah, where it's like it feels like it's more of like a performance like piece than it is like what's, a song. What's the last song on Black Parade? Um, technically Blood. No, that's a hidden but, track. Um, it's not the last song. It doesn't count. Um, I Famous last words. Famous last words. I thought it was, but I didn't want to be dumb and get it wrong. I'd rather be dumb and find out. And also, I don't think we really talked much about how the first song is called The End <laughs> on that album. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it came up as just a joke, but we didn't really well, talk no, no, about no, it No, no, no. We did talk about it because it was about... Um, death. Death, yeah. Yeah, you die and then the rest happens. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, but yeah. Wait, uh, there's... Freak just, shows. There's super after death. I was just um, hoping that this fucking death is ending it all. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, I know, right? Like, imagine, like, killing yourself and then finding out there's fucking consequences afterwards. That would be annoying. Ugh. Dude, religion's so fucking stupid. Like, why would you want more? Yeah. Like, really, 80 years or so wasn't fucking enough? Yeah. Uh, but Freak Show, it's got that weird, you know, circusy vibe to it, yeah. you know? Very, very fun. Um, not one that I'd blast in the car because it's very weird, but one that uh, I would sing along to with my girlfriend who has bangs. Yeah, she would sing along to this. Yeah, because she has bangs. Cause I feel like the only reason you like this album is because a uh, girl with bangs would listen to it. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it's not the only reason I like it. I yeah, like it because I, know, I like I girls with bangs. <laughs> Oh my god. It's the Venn diagram, girls with bangs and music, and this is in that overlapping section. Oh the right. vagina of the Venn diagram. Fucking look at a Venn diagram and tell me it doesn't look like a vagina. Depends how big the overlap is. Um Alright, Trevor. All, all vaginas are the same. <laughs> They're not. All penises are not the same. Every penis is like a snowflake. Cold and really small. So, Trevor, what are your final thoughts on the album? Very good album. It's got some very good boppers. It's got some big boppers. Yeah. Okay. People will get that joke. You didn't. But uh, so uh, um, some great songs. I say there's probably like half a dozen songs in here that I love. Like I love. Um, there's a f- couple good songs. And then there's a couple songs that just, just don't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. He, he, he it's it seems like he's very new as a seasoned music listener. <laughs> um, there's a few songs that just don't really go anywhere, uh, and I feel like with time 
he'll get to be able to move songs, or maybe that's what he wants to do. I don't know. I uh, yeah. I just feel like with some of the other songs he did a very good job with, and you know he he moved the song and yeah, and got I, it going. I would say that's more on the fault of the producer than anyone else. Yeah, fuck producer, fire producer, get a new one. I hear Kanye is available. <laughs> oh God, I want his next album to be good. Fuck Kanye. Where in the butt? <sighs> so, so what do you give the album? I always wait until the last second, then I change it. Okay, then I'll talk. Uh, <laughs> you have to go first anyway because you picked it. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, same as you, I positively love the album. A lot of great songs that I listen to on a regular basis now. Definitely wasn't expecting to like Youngblood as much as I do. Um, was definitely expecting a lot more cringe. It really opened my eyes and mind up to uh, young people music because so many people like with younger music uh like you know it's just very easy to write it off say young one more time i fucking dare you uh i like bloody music uh there you go <laughs> and you uh, do actually yes I'd say, i would um, classify most of the things you listen to under bloodcore. <laughs> is that a thing um no um i'll invent it um cannibal corpse was described as uh this would be the soundtrack to a movie about vomit or something like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. That person uh, woke up today and chose violence when they wrote that. And, also, but, that's one of my favorite things to say at the beginning of a day when someone's grumpy. Oh, like, you woke up like, and chose violence. Yeah. That just sets them on a good track for the day. Because yeah. they're like, that was funny, you know, and I did. So, yeah, let's fuck shit up today. So what do you give it? Um, I give this, uh, I'd say an eight. Woo! It is an eight. I that had high. I fucking just love the shit out of it. His voice is amazing. The instrumentation was very surprising. I was someone who was explained to me as like a rap artist, like based off his name and what I saw from Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, Obey. Yeah, I was expecting Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, like. I was surprised by him with Bring Me the Horizon enough to be willing to give him a chance, but I wasn't expecting very much. Yeah, and <clears throat> knocked out of the park. Definitely okay. love him. Listen to a lot of his music. It was uh, a very good album. Yeah, keep my eye out for feature tracks with him now. It's Yeah, it was a very good album. Uh, it was above. It was well above average for me, so I'm going to give it a six and a half. Oh, yo, you're breaking out of half now. You always give me shit for breaking out of halves. I've been breaking Ow, out of Oh, Jesus. You only broke out quarters. <laughs> I guess it's an 8.25 now, just to be a dick. Uh, breaking out quarters. <laughs> you're breaking out those I give it an 8.1. <laughs> Tenths now? No, uh, 20ths, but I gave it two. Fuck you. <laughs> you fucking math nerd. Um, no, I give Let's it. Let's go a, divide some I fractions, you fucking nerd. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. You just multiply the, the the denominator. A kid at works. I made a math joke, and he started just re- recounting, re- recanting as many digits of pi as he could remember, and he got like through a lot of them. I don't know if he was right. Three point one four one five nine two seven eight six five nine three. Okay, one. he was not right at all. He said three point one four three point one four nine five seven, right? 
3.141597. Yeah, he didn't say those. So or, he was already Fuck, wrong. I might be wrong. One No, he's fuck. dumb, so I believe Okay. You. He's a dumb 20-year-old kid. He probably yeah. listens to Youngblood and Bobby Schmurda. I don't know that. He said that name several times and I don't know who that is. Apparently Bobby Schmurda just got out of prison. So, Tarrant, do you want to pick out the head or do you want me to pick out the head? Uh, it's up to you, Daddy-o. You never call me that again. I'll fucking murder you. I just need. To see I don't know how many we even have in the hat. We have five in the hat. Oh, so some's at an advantage, but we don't know who. I think it's you because I didn't put one in. Oh, okay. All right, Taryn, get it out of your more sweaty I hat. I'm gonna mix it more because I don't trust you. Oh wait, 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 wait! One uh, got knocked out. Got knocked loose. It's not knocked loose. Is it Taylor Swift? <laughs> what is it? I think this is our first repeat band of the podcast. Is it Royal Blood? We got Royal Blood Typhoons. Typhoons, yeah. <laughs> no, we got them Typhoons, you know. Typhoon thing? Yeah. Cool, I've never <laughs> been to Thailand. Heard they got dicks. <laughs> they Our all dicks got dicks over there. That's how I like them. Uh, anyway, so catch us next week listening to... Well, reviewing Royal Blood Typhoons. I'm pretty excited. I like Royal Blood. Uh, have you I've, listened to this album much? There's one song on it that I've listened to. I well, I've listened to Typhoons. I've heard that song. Troubles coming is one that I've listened. Oh, I've to. listened to Troubles coming. Yeah, it's not the only thing that's coming. Hey, I knew <laughs> you <laughs> were trouble when you walked in. Cause it's a shame on me that I flew. Was that Donald Duck? That's how Taylor Swift sounds to me. Sounded like Donald Duck. So someone like... asked me, um, "What's a piece of like media that makes you mad? Like, what is something you just can't stand? Like, movie, picture, song, movies, and, and movie it, pictures." And it was, uh, "Look what you made me do" by Taylor Swift. That. That is the angriest piece of media in the world for me, where it just fills me with rage. Who? Look what you made me do. Like, it is honestly the worst song I've ever heard. Look what you It's worse than the... We built the city. I feel like we've had this conversation before. Rock and roll. We built the... I feel like we've had Fuck that song. Yes, we have. It's still... Um, It's the worst song ever. We built this city? No. Look what you made me do by but Taylor But isn't it, like, musically very good? I, I mean, it's just got a good structure to it. It's got good chords. It's got, it's got a good foundation. It's got a good foundation, then they built a shitty house on it. I mean, have you seen that break shit house of Taylor Swift's ass now? <laughs> it just came up out of nowhere? <laughs> you really stretched for that one. Well, I was going to call it a dump truck, but then that didn't really go with the... Uh, the yeah, foundation the analogy we were making. So, um, anyways, check us out on Surprisingly Podcast on Instagram. Check us out on Surprising Twit at Twitter, where we tweet about twats and Twitter twats and tweet twats. Tweet twat, tweet twat. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, anywhere Anchor. you like to consume podcasts. Um, we're probably... Yeah probably there how do you like to eat your podcast do you yeah. use fork and knives or you just eat it with your hands i'm more of a spoon guy whoa spoon man come to me now with your hands
Like, what the, what the fuck was that? Uh, Spoon Man by Soundgarden. Oh, righty. <laughs> I hate that I song don't understand so much. why people love. Is that Chris Cornell? I think so. Is he dead? Yes. Oh. Uh, Chris Cornell. A lot of dead people on this podcast. Chris Cornell, the baby. <laughs> Eric Clapton's baby. Fuck. A <laughs> uh, little peep. Uh, I think next week we need to review the dead album. <laughs> all right. Wait, so who's the dead album by? The dead. The Grateful Dead. No. Oh wait. No, I'm thinking of the song "Dead" by My Chemical Romance. I swear it's an album called "Dead" by a band I like. Um. Anyway, uh, I'm Trevor and I'm Taryn. And as soon as Taryn is done looking that up. Did you find it? Uh, Dead Reflections by uh, Silverstein is what I was thinking of. All right. Well, I've been Trevor. And I have been Taryn. And we are r slash signing off.